Hello, good morning, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Scoop here in Poulton Lefield in Blackpool. I apologise, yes, uh, I could do this again, but I'm not going to. You've got to live with the technical difficulties. Usually when there's only one mic, I, tur I turn this one off, which I'm going to do now, actually, even though it's already off. There we go, muted the top of it. I usually do that when I come in, if Graham's not here, to be fair. Um, but because it's turned away, it's actually turned away from me. I couldn't actually see it. Um, but I'll mute it from the street. I'll, I'll mute it from this. I'll mute it from this. You've got this one here. I always think this is mic one, but it's not. It's actually mic two. Even though it's got a number on the front of it to tell me which one it is, I always end up getting it wrong anyway. But you don't need to know about all the technical difficulties that I'm having in this studio today, which is... Say technical difficulties. I need to mute. I need. I need to mute a mic. Do you know what I mean? That's if that's the only technical difficulty that we're gonna have today. Then that is absolutely fine by me. But I hope you all had a fantastic bank holiday weekend. Um, again, thanks to those that did actually reach out and uh, ask it. Ask if I'm still okay. I do. I am feeling a lot better. It's been a hell. I don't know why this always happens. I always seem to get ill when I'm actually off. Like when I booked a week off for something, I seemed to get ill. So as of like last Wednesday, I wasn't feeling too clever, as very evident by uh, by Friday. And then if you was listening to me and Graham play in Nietzsche's stream over on Sunday, I just, yeah, it's, it got progressively worse. But I am feeling a lot better today. I'm still not 100%. Um, I definitely feel like I can still go to bed now. I don't know. I genuinely have no idea what it is that's wrong with me. It's not COVID. I'm still, I am testing positive. Uh, to positive, I'm testing negative. Um... I don't know what it is. I think it's just a bug or a flu or whatever it is. But yeah, I'm not. I haven't been feeling too bad. I'm feeling better now. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling better. Nearly 100%. We'll get there eventually. But that's not going to stop me from delivering you a video game news podcast, which we do each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. I mean, it's just coming up to 11 o'clock now, which isn't too bad. It's definitely in our remit area for doing a podcast. I mean, usually if Graham was here, we'd be doing this two hours later. Like we have all our calls and stuff like that. We have got, I've got, I've got meetings this afternoon. So I'm trying to get all this staggered through as fast as I can. Um, just to make sure that obviously I'm doing stuff that I need to be doing, but Tito's in here nice and early. That was giving me feedback on uh, what everything's meant to be sounding like. I hope it's sounding a lot better now, which he does confirm it does. Um, I'll shut up now. Says uh, AJ says, morning. Good morning. Tiny Oda. Um, that's got some emojis there that I can't actually see because I'm using this chatty thing. So I apologize. I hope that just says good morning. So I'll say good morning to you, Tiny Oda. Um, and Gaga says, and alerts are down. They shouldn't be. Um, the alerts should all be working. As far as I'm aware, I've got the chatbot working. The alerts should also be working too because they've not been turned off. So if that's not working, then um, yeah, there's definitely something wrong with that. But good morning anyway. Good morning anyway. Um, let me just open up the stream labels here. It usually runs in the background, um, but I'll open it up on this just to be sure. Uh, I did actually see this morning. Oh, Gagad has resubscribed. That's obviously what it, that's obviously what it means. Maybe it's because it was on the starting slate when you did it. I do apologize. But thank you very much for the subscription, Gagad. 24 months. Crikey. Two years. Wow. Um, well, again, Agent Superheroes in here too. Thank you very much. King Comic with the Ray, uh, with the host nice and early too. You guys are absolute legends. Uh, James Casey says, hope you're feeling better, Bibi. Uh, you are looking well. I'm fe as I said, I'm feeling a lot better than I did last week. Um, again, I don't know what it is. Every time I go to book some time off, I just seem to fall apart. I don't know if it's like my body knows that I've got time to recover, um, but it just stops me doing anything over the weekend, which is shit really, isn't it? especially when you've got a little one and you actually want to spend time with them. But yeah, I was kind of glued to my bed for at least two days, uh, which is a bit shit. 
But anyway, you're not here to talk about my health. You're here to listen to me talk about video games. That's exactly what we're going to do today. So if you are watch, watching this over on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads, we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Or you're listening to this on any of our podcast services or... You're watching this on demand on YouTube later on in the afternoon. If you are watching this on any of our, our listening to us on demand services, go into the comments description below um, and just let us know that you're there, basically. We like to know that you guys are listening. We want to know how we can improve this show. Uh, so if you do have any feedback, that would be greatly appreciated too. Um, but we have got four, four new stories today. It is a dollop. Graham's not here. He's off this week. He's come back fresh from, uh, fresh from Gamescom. He's spending some time with his family, which he absolutely should be doing with uh, <laughs> with this weather because it looks like this is probably going to be the last week that we're going to actually enjoy some sort of 17 degrees plus uh, for the next week or so. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about having a barbecue tomorrow night. It might be the last one because I'm in Cardiff this weekend, so I don't get to enjoy the weather over here. Um, but yeah, that that def, that definitely sounds like a plan. Actually, I need to get them wheels in motion. I'll send Mrs. Bibby some uh, stuff, things to buy here for the barbecue. If I do end up having one anyway, you don't need to listen to me thinking out loud. You're here to listen to me talk about video games, and we have got a hell of a show. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be able to tell you that. I, I want to be able to try and entice you and clickbait you into this awesome show that we have got. We've got four new stories. They aren't the most thrilling in the world. I mean, post uh, post games come, it does start to slow down a little bit now until games actually start getting released. Um, so, with that in mind, I think we should jump into the first news article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Written on VZ, VGC by Jordan Midler, he says that Game Pass friends and family reportedly discovered on Xbox backend. Microsoft recently announced a test for multiple user subs in Ireland and Colombia. Uh, a logo for Game Pass friends and family has been reportedly discovered, which could suggest an official multi-user subscription could be coming soon. The alleged logo for the service was found by Illumia Italia, a Twitter user who scrapes for the Xbox backend. Earlier this month, Microsoft announced that it was testing a new tier of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. In Ireland and Colombia, it would be allow members to share their membership with multiple users. It appears a new tier of the service will be known as Game Pass, uh, sorry, Game, Xbox Game Pass Friends and Family. When it begins, the Xbox Game Pass Insider Preview will allow users in Ireland and Colombia to add up to four people to their subscription with all their own unique access to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate contents and benefits Microsoft said earlier this month. While players are being added to the subscription doesn't have to be part of the Insider program. They do need to live in the same country as the insider editor. I apologize if it sounds like I'm dying a little bit. I, I feel like as I'm talking now, my throat is starting to seize up, which is not a good sign considering I don't have a drink here because uh, I thought the water was actually drying my mouth out. So we'll, we'll, we'll fly through these. We'll fly through these. I do apologize. It's not, it's not the best show in the world. But anyway, um, don't, uh, don't have to be part of the insider program. They do need to live in the same country as well as their insider adding them, essentially limiting the trial to Ireland and Colombia for now. It also appears that the new scheme will be more expensive than the original Game Pass Ultimate when it rolls out the entire Xbox community in the future. Join the Game Pass Insider program will convert the remaining time on your membership to time in the planned deal based upon the monetary value of the old membership. Reads an Xbox blog detailing the plan. For example, a full month of Ultimate will convert to 18 days of membership for this plan, the way in which you won't lose any of the remaining value of your existing subscription upon conversion. Conversion is final, and users must wait for their new membership to expire before returning to a previous membership. Where this calculation is replicated in the plan rolls out to all users, that would amount to $25 a month for the family plan, as opposed to $15 for the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So... 
for those of you that like to share your accounts and things like that, I mean, this this might have been a good idea for me in my household. Samantha does play, doesn't play the Xbox all the time. Granted, she definitely is playing a little bit more of it now because she's playing The Sims. She didn't realize that you could play mouse and keyboard um, on the Xbox Series S while playing The Sims. So she's been enjoying that over the weekend. Um, this would be a viable option. Obviously, she has to use my account for the time being. She can't use her own, which she was a little bit miffed about. But this might change things. But do a real, do it, do it, do between us. We want to pay twenty five dollars just so she can have her own achievements. Because the chance of me playing the slim, uh, the slims, the Sims are quite slim. I'd, I've played it once before. It might have been Sims 2, and it was definitely on her laptop way back when. Not a game that I'm thrilled about. However, there will be games that we both actually want to be able to play, and she doesn't necessarily want to be able to play them on my account. The famous house flipper save that I accidentally deleted of hers. I say accidentally deleted. Because it, <laughs> because the, the Switch has the, the, the ability to be able to just turn it off turn it back on again and the game's still playing in the background very much like quick resume she never actually saved it so she was playing it for like a week but she kept it she kept it on so I, eventually when i thought Do you know what i want to play house flipper on my nintendo switch i signed into my account it got rid of her save that will obviously um be a completely different scenario with this if that's the case um but 25 dollars if you are sharing that between four people do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's easy. Is it, was it that £6.50 or something? £6.75? Like, you know, it's it's easy money. It's easy money for them to be able to uh, try and accrue. The, the thing about it being a... They only have to be in the same country. That's irrelevant. Most people will probably be sharing with their friends in the same country anyway. There will be instances where they obviously want to... Where you have friends around the globe and you want to be able to share that Xbox Game Pass between them. But for the sake of that, surely you have somebody else who wants to chip in with you with that. Um, I'm actually paying for about six people on my Spotify premium at this moment in time. Well, I have been doing for about five years. Um, so it's kind of the same thing. Everyone apparently lives at my house. Spotify, if you're listening, they absolutely don't. Uh, sorry, they absolutely do live at my house. I mean, I've just, uh, I've just outed myself there. I do apologize for absolutely nothing. Um, Chapa says, I bet you're in hot water then. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, Chapa says oh my word that would be so ideal um, AJ says man I wish there were some decent games on the horizon feel like I will settle be playing for PUBG for the next 10 years there is games out there for you the thing is with having stuff like Game Pass is that you've got nothing to lose apart from, apart from having to wait for the game to download which is a massive pain in the ass especially if it's quite a chunky game there's so much choice on there for you to be able to get your teeth into, especially if you're like, I've got an Xbox Series S and I have it on, I have Game Pass on PC as well. So I'll pay for Ultimate to be able to flick between them, which is great because the amount of games that I have played on Game Pass that I probably wouldn't ever actually spend the £35 or £40 or however much it would be to go and buy, whether or not it's AAA or Indie, is fantastic. So uh, getting the opportunity to be able to do that is great. Tito says, I share with my mates, so everything is 50% off, depending on how many you can share with. If you can split it between five people, win a winner chicken dinner. Uh, deleted house flipper save, that's the divorce worth. I mean, again, I'm taking very small responsibility for that. It wasn't necessarily 100% my, my fault. The save function should have been selected. That's not my fault. I wasn't playing the game. That's not my problem. I mean, it was my problem when she went to go play it again and it wasn't there and she just loaded up my save, but that's not my problem. You know what I mean? My sister pays for Disney Plus, my mum pays for Netflix. but it's, I, do, I do Spotify. These are subscription services. It's just not viable. I agree. I agree. There's more. The thing is, the more subscription services that come out, the more you end up spending. You think, do you know what? Sky wasn't that expensive, was it? 
<laughs> when you used to be paying like £60 for Sky, you're like, fucking hell, now you're paying subscriptions. That, that, that's just like four subscriptions now, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's... This is a good move, and I like this. I mean, there's a £10 difference that's going to be being put in place here for potentially three other people that are going to be on your plan. It's next to no money. It's like, how are they making how are they making money off of the back of this? Because they're genuinely going to be losing four subscriptions for the sake of one. That's a lot of money that they're going to be losing, especially if these these are the three people that are joining. Your plan was paying the £15 originally. You're losing out on $45 or £45 there. Do you know what I mean? So... I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one. They're obviously doing it for a reason. They'll never say what the reason is because they know that I'll end up losing the money in the long term. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a good decision for us as the consumer. It's fantastic. Like, get three of your other mates. Bosh. Do you know what I mean? Like, me and Tito can jump onto the same plan now. Chappers can and so can Gagad. You know, and we end up saving a load of money if we really, really wanted to. Um, that might be a shout, you know. They might, I might end up discussing that with other people. If we can end up jumping into the same, shall we save somebody? Shall Martin? Shall we get Martin Lewis on the job? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, so yeah, that's going to be that's going to be that's currently being rolled out in Ireland and Colombia, and that we'll be putting out to the rest of the world at some point. They haven't given a date on it yet, so that's something to keep your eyes on. Um, let's all save some money. Let's get some plans rolling out. I see you, Xbox Family Plan. I mean, that sounds ideal to me. Get everyone on the get everyone on the plan. Let's all save money. I mean, cost of living crisis and all that jazz. Let's save some money. Let's do it. Um, speaking, I was going to say saving money then, but this isn't really saving money. But sticking with the Xbox theme, shall we say then? Um, we'll move on to our next news article then. Again, written on VGC by Jordan Midler, he says that Xbox says Xbox Series S and price point will remain following the PlayStation 5 increase. So if you want to get onto Team Xbox, this is definitely the time to be able to do this. Um, Xbox has told VGC that the UK retail price for its Xbox consoles will remain the same following a price increase announcement for the PlayStation 5. Now, this was something that I did actually have and I wanted to talk about on Friday, but as it was a Gamescom show, we spent nearly an hour and 45 minutes going through and dissecting what gamescom was this is a little bit older now but it's still super relevant in my opinion um so following the news that the PlayStation 5 will see a price increase of 12.5% in numerous countries, BGC reached out to Microsoft as to whether the company would be following suit. And this is a quote based off of that. It says, we are constantly evaluating our business uh, to offer our fans great gaming options, a spokesperson said. Our Xbox Series S suggest retail uh, sorry, suggested retail price remains $249.99 and its Xbox Series S counterpart being £449.99. This is the first time that a company has spoken out of the matter since decline to comment to Bloomberg earlier this year when the publication asked the different console makers whether they were planning to increase the price of their systems. This comes in the wake of Sony announcing that effective immediately, the price of both the PS5 and the digital edition PlayStation 5 will be raised in Europe, Australia and parts of Asia with North America too. However, there will be no price increase in the United States. Sony says that the price increase is due to high global inflation rates. We're reporting to today's news, Pierre Harding-Rolls and Pair's research into the director of games predicted that the pent-up demand for Sony's consoles means that the PlayStation price increase is likely to have minimum impact on sales. Last month during its first quarter earnings, Sony, uh, sorry, earnings call, Sony refused to be drawn into whether or not it would raise the price of the PlayStation 5 in the face of similar 
marketing pressures. About a potential price increase for the PlayStation 5 at this point in time, there is nothing specific I can share with you about the prices. Uh, Executive Deputy President and Chief of Financial Offer... Oh, Jesus, Officer... Hiroki Tiote said at the time, earliest month that Nintendo claimed that it doesn't really currently have plans to raise Switch prices in Japan, despite a weak yen causing other tech companies like Apple to do so too. Uh, the company told Bloomberg that he wasn't planning to make it hardware more expensive, while Microsoft declined to comment. All right. So, it. I don't... I love the fact that Xbox are holding prices. The fact that PlayStation are increasing theirs, but it's one of those things at this moment in time, everything is going up for something that's hot in demand. I don't know that I don't know, and I'm not going to pretend to sit here like I do know how much it costs them to be able to uh, make this console buy the ship by the chips in that are super they're like gold dust at the moment you can't find them anywhere i don't know how much all of that costs all i know is what i need to pay for the console if the price is going up i imagine their costs are going up i can't imagine this is just purely about making more profit the reason i say that is because people were buying Scout's PlayStation 5s at the time for about £1,000. Um, locally, you could go to CEX and you could see one in there, and I did actually post a picture of this ages ago, that they were selling them in their shops for £855 for a PlayStation 5 because you could not get hold of them anywhere. I hope that this is due to the fact that it's costing more for them to be able to make these consoles at this moment in time because the demand for the chips are so large. I hope that this isn't just based off of how much they can make off of people because I know they are hot in demand. Does that make sense? You don't want to be paying scalper prices for the same product just for the fact that they are hot in demand. That's essentially what it comes down to. I hope the fact that it is just more expensive to be able to make them at this moment in time with the, the, the global money crisis that's going on with the likes of energy and cost of living and etc etc you get the vibe we talk about it all the time i don't need to keep on hammering it home how sh how fucked we are all for the next 12 months uh, to 24 months um so i like the fact that we still have the opportunity to be able to buy an xbox series s which again said this many many times if you don't want a handheld console but you want to be able to play next gen games the likes of the steam deck are just a little bit out of your hands buy an xbox series s i cannot tell you i mean the proprietary memory cards are a pain in the ass they are super expensive but you still get a lot of memory on your console anyway to be able to download like i think i've got eight games uh game pass games on my xbox series s at home as well as a pen drive in the front of it because i'm using it to play retro arch like the stuff that you are able to do on an Xbox Series S for £250 is ridiculous. Like, imagine that 20 years ago saying that we were able to play games. The likes, the games that we are playing now for £250 when the PlayStation 2 was nearly double that way back when, it's ridiculous. So, if I was to recommend any, ga any game console going forward, it would absolutely be the Xbox Series S. It's the best console around in my in my humble opinion and i have the ps5 i have a gaming pc and i also have a nintendo switch so if i was to choose any of them if i had 200 if i had 500 pounds to spend genuinely would still buy the series s that's how confident i am of this system especially with the likes of game pass being able to be used on that a lot of the games use mouse and keyboard too so if you want to use it as a sub gaming pc you're absolutely able to do that you can still stream off of it you can do everything that you can do on a series s that you can do on an and a playstation 5 apart from obviously having some of the games that are available on playstation you can't on this like uncomparable in my personal opinion 
Um, and again, that's coming from, from a, I'm going to say this with air quotes, PlayStation fanboy. Um, did it, uh, mess, uh, let's, I'm just going back through. Uh, who, who wants the inferior console, says Aging Superhero. Uh, Tino says, I think it's a great option, but I would question how long it will hold up for next to the Series X and P at PlayStation 5. Um, Tino says, storage places alone is an issue. It is. If you are if you have games like Call of Duty Warzone, which I think are about 150 gig, is it 500 gig? The console itself. I mean, to be fair, I was so used to be able. I had a base PlayStation 4 and never put another expansion, uh, an expansion storage in there. I never got a PlayStation 4 Pro, so I never had the one terabyte option. I was so used to playing games, deleting them, installing new ones. That's just the way I particularly am. If you wanted to have an entire catalog of games, then you might be better off buying the. 250 pound fucking sd card that goes in the back of it like that would be an option too i mean it would still be cheaper than buying an a playstation 5 right again it's entirely up to you how you end up wanting to do it but if i was to recommend something it would i'd still be the s yes, piece of piss um tina says that's easy for you to say bib uh apparently not uh ad says switch pro confirmed i mean we've been saying that for like the last three years i feel like it's inevitable at some point but at the same time it's absolutely not. Uh, Tina says, I despise CEX and the scalping. Uh, and two Lambos, someone's doing well for themselves. Yes. I mean, I've had to sell two of them just to be able to hot, run some hot water um, for the last couple of days. But yeah, you get you get the vibes. You get the vibes. Um, but yeah, again, it's nice to have... I mean, people will be saying, let, let's not get it twisted. People will be saying, well, if you can afford a PlayStation, if you can afford a PlayStation, you can afford an Xbox, then the cost of living prices clearly isn't affecting you. Like being able to go out and spend 250 pounds now is quite a lot of money. Um, if you don't already have one or you don't have the money to be able to, you know, fucking put food on the table and stuff like that. Like these are luxury items at this moment in time. And I'm saying that in a very privileged position where I don't have to buy that many games anymore. People trust us to be able to either show their games off or we have a lot of friends in the industry that go, do you want to be able to play this game? Do you want to stream it? Okay, well, there's a code for it. That's a very privileged position. We never hide the fact that we have been given codes as and when we go to play stuff. Uh, this is a very privileged position that we are actually in. So buy consoles now we absolutely that 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 money is uh, we still buy our own consoles we don't get gifted those and uh, so we still have to shell out for them but again very privileged position that we don't actually have to buy that many games anymore and uh, so that long term doesn't really affect us as much in our pockets as i imagine a lot of you guys do as well and um, we do obviously help out where we can giving codes to people we do give back every single uh, month with the the loot drop and things like that so we do try to help as and when we can um but still it's a lot of money 250 pounds like if someone told me now that i could buy one for 250 pounds i would be fucked still like i don't have that money available i don't have that kind of um what's the what's the phrase oh uh, i can't remember it's gone out of my head when you have to think about something directly like that like the the money that doesn't i don't fucking know do you know what i mean i, I don't have I don't have the fucking money, is essentially what I'm saying. I don't have the money to be able to just put down for something like... Disposable income, that's the phrase. Agent Zubriel, thank you very much for helping me out, as I was definitely sinking then. But did that kind of disposable income just doesn't exist. I have a seven-month-old child that will be going to nursery soon. Right there, that's £48 a day that I'll have to pay to put him into nursery as Samantha goes back off of maternity pay and stuff like... like Again, that's a position that we made to have a child uh, and you just lose all that disposable income anyway. Um, but in a cost of living crisis as well, that kind of thing is like, don't leave the taps on too long. I'm going around and actively turning 
fucking lights off around the house. Never used to have to bother about that, but now we do. You're just kind of stra strapped for cash, um, as is the rest of the world. I'd... It definitely luxury ticket items, even for £250. We haven't been able to go away, away on, to hol in, on holiday this year. We've done staycations, which obviously the, the, they aren't super cheap, but they are definitely not as expensive as going away on holiday. I haven't been abroad now for four years. Again, crabby fucking river, baby. Um, but it's you, you've got a you've got to try and tighten your laces as and when you can, can't you? It's it's one of those things. Um, again, I feel like I'm fucking ranting here, but I, I, gen, I, I technically am. Um, but again, it, these are luxury ticket items. They, if they wasn't in your reach now, some of them won't be for a while. Um, so if you do have that kind of luxury, if you do want a Christmas present and things like that and people are asking, um, then I would absolutely recommend the Series S. Um, just for the money that, she, that you'll end up being saving, especially if you subscribe to Game Pass as well, which is like £9 a month or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's enough of me ranting about that for the time being. Let's move on to something a little bit more positive. Um, as... Uh, let, let, I'm going to bring you... I'm going to switch, actually, because we've had th two VGC stories in a row. Let's move over to Eurogamer and see what they've got going on over there as well, which actually might be of interest to, to a few of you in the chats if you'll end up running tournaments and stuff. Anyway. Written on Eurogamer by Tom Phillips, PlayStation 5 tournaments go into open beta. And here's a look at the new UI. Tournaments, a feature on the PlayStation 4 since 2016, will finally be available to try on the PlayStation 5 soon via a public beta. Sony has announced an all-new console tournament experience coming to PlayStation 5 in the coming weeks in selected countries. As you can see of its new lock just above, when implemented, the features will allow you to start competitions, prizes, and leaderboards, bragging rights, with the easy access to the PlayStation 5 control center's game hub. Well, this ad's running here for The Last of Us. So as you can see here, We've got brackets. We've got something very easily, hopefully, on the eye. Um, Sony has touted the features design as seamless with registration for tournaments via your console and quick access to view your tournament brackets and other information while in mid-game. Match results will be viewable in real time so you can track your progress and see who you'll be matched up against next. There are no details yet as to when exactly you'll be able to opt into this tournament beta and what games will be supported and which countries will also get access first. Earlier, blah, 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 blah. We don't, we've just been over the cost and stuff, but I like this. I think this, if you are putting on tournaments, whether or not it's going to be at a community level where you'll have like 100 people coming in or it's just something that you have between 10 of your friends or 12 of your friends where you just think Do you know what we're gonna have some pro evo tonight we have some fifa tonight again i don't know what the games are going to be in this if it's just a sports game it's going to be quite simple if it's something a bit more complex like PUBG, and um, that might be a little bit more difficult to be able to just implement there um, whether or not it's going to be based on kills or wins or i don't know um but yeah, having this integrated into your PlayStation 5 will obviously make things a lot easier if you are going to be running tournaments in the very near future, like we might be doing. Wink, wink. Again, that's not confirmed or anything yet. I'm just trying to, you know, plant a few seeds and things like that. Um, but yeah, I love this. I love the fact that we have something as easy as this if you do want to be able to set up community days and tournaments of such. It's right there and it's available for you. It'd be great if it was cross-platform. That'll be amazing if you if they could do something like that. I mean, we do use the likes of tournament, which we have used for years now. When it comes to setting up ICU invitationals and uh, inaugural tournaments, and you know the vibes, you know the vibes. Uh, looks good, yeah. Something I'd be interested for the crack, yeah. I mean, being able to say right, we've got a tournament going live. Go into the dashboard, um, select your position. We have sixteen there. First come, first serve. Bosh. 
dead easy, two clicks, you're in the tournament. It finds your results, it puts them in for you, you can move on to the next round if you don't, uh, you're, you're eliminated. Like that's, that's what dreams are made of rather than all the manual input stuff that we have had to do in the past uh, where we've had people in Discord and saying, what was your result? Can you, does, the, does your opponent confirm the result? Blah, 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 blah. You know the vibes, you know how, we, you know how difficult it can be. Um, but anyway, we've got one new story left for you today. We'll get this out of the way so I can go and have a drink and sort my throat out because it's starting to work again now. Hello. Um, Let's make that bigger there. There we go. Hangar 13 confirms the new Mafia game, says it's a few years away, written by Jordan Midler again for his hat-trick here on The Scoop over at VGC. And he says that Hangar 13 has confirmed a new Mafia game is in development, but says that it's a few years away. Yes, I have read that twice. Yes, that is in two separate paragraphs. Uh, in an interview celebrating 20 years of the franchise, the company has confirmed that they're working on a new entry in the open-world crime franchise. And this is a quote that's embedded in there as well. I'm happy to confirm that we've started Started working on all new mafia projects," said Hangar 13's general manager Roman Hedake. I think I've completely butchered that, and I do apologise. Uh, well, it's a few years away, and we can't share anything right now. We're really excited to be working on this beloved franchise and uh, entertain our players with the new stories. The game is rumoured to be a prequel, according to Kotaku, uh, from earlier this year. The last entry in the series was Mafia 3, which was mixed to review uh, mixed reviews in 2016. A Mafia Definitive Edition release saw uh, the original 2002 game remade for modern consoles, and that is an absolute banger of a game, by the way. If you haven't played the Definitive Edition of the first game, go ahead and get, get stuck in is fantastic. Uh, this news also follows a tough year of Hangar 13, which saw studio head Hayden Blackman leave the studio and parent company 2K. Blackman reportedly stepped down in order to pursue his passion at a new endeavour, according to an, uh, an announcement initially shared by internal staff to the studio via gamesindustry.biz. It was claimed in November that 2K had cancelled a new title from Hangar 13, Codename Vault, the project that reportedly development in various forms since 2017. Wow. Nearly five, nearly five years in the making, it's been, uh, it got nuked. Oh, four years in the making, sorry. Uh, but people are said to be familiar with 2K's decision, told Bloomberg uh, that work on the new unannounced project has ceased. So I think this is an easy decision to make from a Hangar 13's perspective. Like, this is obviously a franchise that's massive. It's probably a franchise that will guarantee them money through the door, which is obviously what they want to be able to make games for. They, they want to know that if they put a game out that it will make money for them in the long term. And having a franchise like Mafia absolutely does that for them. Off of the back of the Definitive Edition as well, which obviously made them a pretty penny and brought this back into people's minds that maybe wasn't playing games when the original one was released uh, on the PlayStation 2. It's given people a load, a, a new a new set of eyes on it, um, which then obviously in turn brings them more money through the door as well. So it's a safe bet. Um, it's a bet worth taking, in my opinion. I do believe that the, the, the Mafia 3 was a decent game. Um, and I feel like they've probably earned a lot of trust from people um, with the release of the Mafia Definitive Edition. So I feel like this is a this is a free swing, shall we say, for them. Obviously, a game lives and dies, especially a game um, based around uh, Italian mafia, uh, ma uh, the Italian Mafia lives and dies by how decent the storyline is, as every single player game should be. If the story's not good, the game won't be good, regardless of how tight the controls are. Um, so yeah, I feel like this is definitely a safe bet for them and definitely a, a privileged position to be able to put this back out and definitely have a lot of people buy the game based off of their previous reports. Even if 
even if they, the trailers might not be up to much, I'm not saying that we've, we haven't seen anything from this. We don't know what the storyline's going to contain. We don't know what this game's going to look like. We don't know what period this is actually going to be set in or anything like that. I do feel like this might be a free swing for them, though. Uh, a lot of people will probably buy it based off of their previous experience with the last couple of games. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to them. I, I eagerly await to see what this game ends up looking like in the very, well, I say near future. It's years away, apparently. So uh, who knows what this game could potentially look like. But what our afternoons look like is going to be meetings, meetings, meetings for me. Obviously, you guys can get back to work now as well. Um, again, if you are working from home. Hi, thank you very much for joining us this morning as we take on the first episode of The Scoop this week. But if you do want to stick around, I will send you over to somebody else's channel, one of our friends, who obviously just wants to say hi to you guys. So if you do want to say hi to them, then please feel free to do so. Um, we will be going live twice again tomorrow. Um, you will not see me in this studio as of yet anyway. Um, I will be working from home tomorrow as we will be joining or we'll be streaming, shall we say, over on the Insert Coin channel tomorrow afternoon as we get stuck into, finally, Saints Row. I've been waiting to play that game since Friday. Obviously, as I wasn't well, I'd... I keep on going on about it, but sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're not in the mood to be in a good mood. Does that make sense? Like, obviously, when I jump onto the stream, I want to be in the best mood possible for you guys because I don't want you guys to think, fucking hell, he's being a right moody bastard today. I know sometimes I am, but I want to be in a good mood to make you guys in a good mood. And genuinely, over the weekend, I haven't been that person. Um, so tomorrow, completely different day. Today is a completely different day. I feel like I'm in a much better mood. I feel like I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm feeling more like myself. So tomorrow, finally, we jump into the Saints Row uh, reboot over on the Insert Coin channel. It will be our first episode. It's a game that I do actually want to complete on the channel. I've held off playing this game just so I can experience it with you guys as well. So do stick around tomorrow after we finish the scoop as we're going live with our first playthrough of Saints Row. Hopefully it's as good. Hopefully it's decent. I've heard mixed reviews about it. I'm going into it with an open mind as I do love the Saints Row franchise. So I hope I'm not going to be disappointed. I can't see me being unless the game just stops working altogether, then I will be pissed. But if there's a few hitches here and there, I can live with that. I've played so many games over the last 25 years that I've had probably had more glitches in them than, uh, than, than you would expect, and I've still enjoyed the game. So I'm looking forward to getting stuck into it. That'll be live on the Insert Coin channel tomorrow afternoon from 1pm. Don't worry, I'll remind you guys as and when we do go live as well. But if you want to help shape tomorrow's episode of The Scoop, there's two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is iSkin Uploads across all major social media platforms. Um, or alternatively, get involved with our Discord if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services. Go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there for you. Uh, but all we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions. Impressions. I say we, me, on tomorrow's show um, at 10 a.m. Ish. Who knows? It could be 10 a.m. tomorrow. Um, but stick around, as I mentioned before. We'll send you over to somebody else. Um, even if it's just a hi and bye, just stick around. Just say hi and bye to them. I'm very much They'll appreciate you just, you know, letting know you're there anyway um, but until next time guys it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to stream for you guys uh, and as always there's one thing that we want you to do and that my friends is to stay frosty